Welcome to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Randall and Gus Kearns. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, Screen the Screener listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in and carving out some time for the Screen the Screener Podcast. We're going to take you on an old school summer vagabond hoops road trip. We like to embark on a true Screen the Screener road trip. So fill up the cooler, grab your best craft beer and cans, if you can find it, a few extra t-shirts, yeah, even the one that says, you know, Marcus Camby's number 23 on the reverse side, might be ratty and beat up at this point, you know, pack your travel toothbrush, gas up the car, grab some beef jerky, and uh, let's pump some tunes and have everybody hop in. First stop, Big Apple. Let's take a look around the Big Apple, see what's happening. St. John's and Chris Mullen has players. Steve Lavin almost made the turn there and made St. John's relevant again. He was knocking on the door, making it happen. If you look at the re- response that Mullen gets from his players and, and the buy-in that he has, it seems like that he might be on the right track. Go, Chris Mullen. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for the Johnnies to get back on track. We're rooting for... St. John's to be relevant and a factor in the Big East again. Number two, second stop in the Big Apple. Hey, how about the NBA draft in Brooklyn? Pretty solid, right? It was entertaining. It was fun. Thanks for letting Mike and I take you through our uh, first-round picks and and me, my second-round picks. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to those. It was really fun uh, for Mike and I to marry our uh, college basketball scatterbrained knowledge to the NBA rosters and what we thought everybody needed. But uh, I thought the NBA draft was highly entertaining in Brooklyn. Barclays, great job. ESPN, great job. And how about if we hit the fast-forward button a little bit till March? The Big Ten, the Big East, and the A-10 are all going to hold their conference tournaments in March in 2018 in the Big Apple. Seems like the Big Apple is the place to be for college hoops. In March, kind of can't wait for all those tournaments to take place at their various venues. And number four, the next stop in the Big Apple. Unfortunately, we got to check in with the Knicks. Got to see what they're doing. But before we do that, we just want to give props. Hey, props to the Brooklyn Nets for getting our guy Jake Wiley on the roster on a two-way contract. Hashtag draft. Jake Wiley will now morph into go Jake Wiley go. We will pump out any good Jake Wiley news that we have. And we want you to root for our guy. Uh, we're so happy that he found a contract and found an NBA team that really wanted him. He, if you haven't read his story by Matt Norlander, which I'm sure most of you hoop vagabond junkies have by now, please, please dial that up on Twitter, dial it up on the Internet. Matt did an unbelievable job documenting and walking you through the amazing story that is Jake Wiley. So, Jake Wiley, congrats. Cheers. Glad you're going to find some floor time. Back to the Knicks. Folks in the big city will be familiar with the shape of our summer road trip, and it's going to start here in the Big Apple. It's just going to be a big triangle. We're going to hit three stops. First stop, Big Apple, and Knicks fans. (sighs) Knicks fans are so glad to get this shape out of their lexicon. They were just about done with all sorts of geometry. As our friend Mike Randall likes to say, the password is Needle Aquina. Man, if you take a look at the Knicks summer league roster or even just their you know, league roster, I swear 
just close your eyes for a second, listeners. Not if you're driving. Please keep your eyes open. But if you're at home or you're doing something else, just, just, just imagine this, okay? Don't both of these things sound like Tour de France rosters? Ready? I'll compare them both. Nick Roster first. Porzingis. Baker. Herman Goes, Herman Goes uh, Gomez. Nidalekina. Yamarez. The Serbian point guard they took in the second round and stashed him. On the Magna team that has produced some nice NBA players. Okay, and let's take uh, Tour de France uh, contenders this year. Ready? Chris Froome. Aru, who just won a stage. Nairo Quintana, always a threat. Roman Bardet. And Mark Cavendish. Does it sound much different? If Phil was drafting <laughs> for the Peloton and the Tour de France, I think he did a great job. If he's building an NBA team, maybe not so much. Minus Porzingis. You know, jury's still out on Nita Lakina and Baker and Herman, Go- uh, Herman Gomez. And let's just go over some of the highlights of what we'd like to call at the screen the screener hashtag Nick Sense. We had the Jay Williams report of Phil napping during a, a workout. We had Nino Kina's jersey, practice jersey spelled incorrectly immediately after putting it on. I mean, what are we doing here? Come on, people. We have the ongoing melodrama. And the cool thing about the melodrama is Mello has just stayed quiet during the whole thing. You got KP not showing up for his exit interview, and then the possible trade rumors. Why are you trading your your 21-year-old best player who's been called the unicorn of talents by KD? I don't get it. So (laughs) the draft was in New York, and Phil kind of blew this draft too. Who wants to visit here if you're an NBA or a Hoops fan? I don't think very many people want to visit here. You guys want to pack it up? You guys want to leave the Big Apple? It doesn't seem very inviting here, does it? Here's hoping that the Knicks, and as you know on the Screen the Screener podcast, we hold hope dearly. Now that Phil has gone back to Jackson Hole, now that the Knicks (laughs) have some direction or some idea of what they'd like to do, maybe they can find their way back to the success. Think about all... just. Mike and I were lucky enough to be at this particular playoff game. Do you remember that Larry Johnson four-point play shot? Do you remember like the 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 electricity, the, the vibe? Like Garden was the place to be. Yeah, the Knicks were rocking, the Rangers were rocking, uh, everything was happening at that point. But it's been really long since that time. And even if we go back to Van Gundy and we mentioned the the Camby jersey and the lead-in, like that Camby Houston Latrell Sprewell. Uh, uh, team that made the finals and as an eight seed was really inviting too, and that's when Ewing was actually injured. Don't, don't you just want the Knicks to get back to some point of relevancy, and you want them to matter and not be the laughing stock, and not have people just be like you don't want them to be a punchline. Here's hoping that the Knicks lose the punchline and become a factor again. And you know what? At this point, the road trip. Let's let's pump some music. What do you say? Let's pump some Citizen Cope. One day he drafts Greek, one day he drafts Italian, he's 71 years old, he's Phil from Jackson Hole. It's a shame Phil couldn't make it happen, everybody knows 
Phil left the Knicks high and dry. That's Citizen Cope, 200,000 counterfeit $50 bills. But we jazzed it up for the Knicks fans. All right, guys, what do you say? You ready to hit the next... uh, Ready to hit the next location on our road trip? All right, let's pack things up. Thanks, Big Apple. Thanks for the stay. Jake, good luck in Brooklyn. Uh, Barclays, thanks for the NBA uh, hosting. And, uh, you know, Chris Mullen in St. John's. Here's to a great season and being relevant in the Big East. Knicks, hope you get it right. All right, team. Let's bring it down. Where are we heading next? Oh, it's time to leave that city. Again, Nobody wants to go there. Nobody wants to be there as a basketball fan or as a basketball player. Let's head to some places where all of our listeners out there really want to head to, would really want to be a player of, really want to be a fan of. They want to get invested. You guys ready? Let's go south a little bit. It's time to leave the city, the city that never sleeps. Let's follow the Appalachian Trail. Let's head down south, listeners. Let's go past the nation's capital. Give a little shout-out to the Maryland Terps and our man, Big Rev. Mike Randall loves Justin Jackson returning for those Terps. I think he's going to be a factor in the Big Ten. Georgetown. Let's hope Patrick Ewing follows Chris, Chris Mullins' outline and the blueprint for a former giant at his alma mater. Let's keep heading down south, though. Let's go west a bit. Hit the Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, wait. Before we cross the Blue Ridge Mountains, there's Tony Bennett in UVA. Oh boy, they've had some people leave. London Parentis and Malcolm Brogdon are no longer there. Who's going to put the ball in the basket? Are they really going to rely on Guy that much? I'm not sure. They have some work to do and some things to figure out. Now let's cross the border. Let's go to West Virginia. Big shout to Hugs. Good luck in the Big 12 this year, Hugs. We're rooting for you. Got Javon Carter back. Hope everything goes your way. Hope you're going to press defense again and make everything entertaining. Hey, you guys remember that that bet that Mike Randall and I had that we bet on uh, uh, the Baylor-West uh, Virginia game and uh, the <laughs> Baylor came in undefeated. They were part of a Alpha Undefeated Pie and Mike had to change his avatar. And then I think we even let in with uh, some John Denver there, which was fantastic. You know, pump that up on the, uh, on the, the road trip next. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. Let's pass one more border, shall we? Remember, (sighs) the bluegrass state is next. Kentucky. Aren't you glad we didn't ride the bikes here like the tour? Like we were talking about with the Knicks. Thank goodness we drove. Thanks for hopping in, everybody. First stop in Kentucky has to be Western Kentucky. Those Hilltoppers might be a factor again. Coach Stanberry, he's got something cooking over there. He's got Mitchell Robinson, who's a pretty nasty big. And he's got four other freshmen coming in, some of them highly touted. I bet Mitchell Robinson averages a double-double this year. I'm going to call that right now. You got Justin Johnson, who's been there forever. He's a senior, 6'7 wing. About 15 points per game coming back. And you got one of the best names in the business going, Pancake Thomas, right? Redshirt senior. And they also have four transfers, two grad transfers included in that. 
one of the guys that we mentioned before from UVA that left, Darius Thomas, and they have uh, a Kansas transfer, Dwight Colby as well. Big program guys coming to the little program always do well. So I expect Western Kentucky to be a factor. They got guys with experience, and they actually have an impact player. Mitchell Robinson and the other freshmen are going to be really, really tough to deal with. hate to say this because you know we are big Middle Tennessee State fans, but they are the Conference USA favorites coming in, I think. Hey, let's head down to Northern Kentucky as well. Northern Kentucky, the Norse, they made the big dance in year one of eligibility. The 15 seed is welcome back any time they'd like into the tournament. They were a great story last year. Uh, one of the nice, inviting, warm stories. And they had a couple of guys, a couple of seniors, that had invested in the program for four years that got to taste the big dance, which was incredible. And that's all you're looking for as a fan. And that's like the 15 seed or the 16 seed that you're looking and cheering for. Number three, third stop. Uh, Louisville again. I feel like every time we talk about Louisville, we kind of have to like sigh and hold our breath and like, ugh, right? It's still a little messy here. I mean, they're definitely a top 10 preseason team, and Coach Patino is going to have players again. You got Lou Dang back. You got a big recruit in. But they're really waiting on the NCAA ruling uh, and what else they might, what other sanctions they might have coming down. Uh, you know, are they officially going to take down the, the championship banner with Russ Smith, by the way? We need to mention Russ Smith for two seconds. He is lighting it up overseas. Uh, if you have not followed our Twitter feed, hey, hit us up at SDS Podcast, please, and, and give us a follow and give us a like and, 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 and tune in. Uh, it's a great way to get the podcast, and Mike and I are pretty active and try to give you guys uh, some opinions and some good college basketball news. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to the podcast via Gmail, uh, we are sdspodcast at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Like, Love to hear some ideas of what you think Mike and I should talk about. But, oh my goodness, one of the things we put out on Twitter was Russ Smith put up 81 points in a professional basketball game overseas. And he's currently averaging in his last five games about 50 points a game. The dude is unbelievable. So are they going to take that banner down? Uh, uh, you know, cheers. And Salancha, Russ Smith, please, please keep doing your thing. We hope you get another taste uh, overseas, uh, back over here in the in the G League, or uh, perhaps in the Big Dance. If not, keep doing your thing over there and pull a Jimmer. That sounds amazing. Uh, and then, of course, the last stop that we have to go to is Kentucky. Talk about a place to be. If you are a big time player, why wouldn't you want to sign on with Coach Cal? And Kentucky. Isn't this a great stop on the summer road trip? If you fancy yourself an NBA player, wouldn't this be the location for you to go? I mean, wouldn't you want to go into Coach Cal's program to have him get you ready for the NBA draft? You guys want to do a little rundown? Let's do a little rundown. Here's the list. This is what Coach Cal has produced at Kentucky since he's been there. We'll start with this year. 2017, number five pick, De'Aaron Fox. Sacramento Kings are going to be so happy with him. Number 11, oh, the Knicks passed on both of these guys. Number 11, Malik Monk, going to put it up, put up big numbers, and then bam, went to Miami at number 14. Three lottery picks. 2016, Jamal Murray went number seven. Scal went number 28. Tyler Eulis went number uh, 34. 
And uh, Poitras went undrafted, but he is in the league right now. So four NBA players in 2016. 2015 was like his banner year as far as NBA players go. He went cat number one, um, uh, WC, uh, WCS number, uh, number two. Uh, I'm sorry, number six uh, to the Kings, uh, Willie Cauley sign. Uh, Trey Lyles went number 12. Devin Booker went number 13. Um, Andrew Harrison went number 44. Takari Johnson went number 48. And Aaron Harrison uh, is currently in the G League. Probably we got a call-up. So he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players that played in the league and got a cup of coffee or started and are all NBA like Cat. 2014. Julius Randle of the Lakers, number seven. James Young, number 17, went to Boston. He's going to get lost in the shuffle there with all those good wings, especially with the Gordon Hayward signing. 2013, Noel Goodwin. Uh, Noel went number six. Goodwin went number 29. Both NBA players. Uh, I'm sure Noel will is in negotiations for a big contract. 2012, another one of uh, Coach Cal's big years. AD goes number one. Michael Gilchrist goes number two. Terrence Jones goes number uh, 18. T goes number 29. Dorian Lamb goes number 42. Darius Miller goes number 46. Man, that's a lot of players from that. One, two, three, four, five, six again in 2012, 2011. Cantor went number three, doing big things for Oklahoma City. Uh, Brandon Knight went number eight. Uh, Josh Harrelson, Har- Harrelson, I'm sorry, went number 45. And uh, DeAndre Liggins went uh, number 53. And then, of course, in 2010, who can forget, John Wall goes number one. Boogie goes number five. Uh, Patterson goes number 14. Bloodsoe goes number 18. And uh, don't forget, Daniel Orton went number 29. Kind of forget that he gets uh, overlooked there as far as that 2010 draft. So if you're a player, why wouldn't you want to go to Coach Cal's program to get ready for the NBA draft and get ready to become an NBA player? Now, the cool thing about Cal, and I I know people are going to have – I know there are detractors out there and and non-Cal fans. Uh, Coach Calipari – gives his players a lifetime scholarship. They can come back and take classes at any time for free, online, on campus, at the University of Kentucky for the entirety of their lives. So they come back anytime, even after their, after their MBA career. That's cool. He promotes that. That's a cool thing out there. Um, also... As far as NBA players, we just listed off all of those guys. That's a lot of NBA starters we just listed off right there. They're not NBA rotational players. They're not, like as Mike Randall likes to say, uh, sustained success NBA professional players. We just listed off a lot of starters. And I bet the three people that we listed off from 2017, Monk, Fox, and Bam, are going to end up being NBA starters this particular season. So if you're a player, why wouldn't you want to go to Kentucky? Seems like a silly thing not to do. So it's like the opposite of the Knicks right now, where the Knicks are the Knicks are like a place that you want to hide from and go away from. Kentucky is a place where you just, hey, if I'm going to be an NBA player, I'm going there and I'm letting Cal do my thing. And oh, let you know, since we're talking about Kentucky, let's pump some music here. We got little John Legend. Good low. We got players for days. Wildcat way. It's simply amazing. Draft in June if you're ready to leave. It's all right with me. 
That's from his debut album, of course, the classic. Just think about it. Like, if you're a player, wouldn't you go there to get ready for the draft? Of course you would. All right, folks. Time to leave Kentucky. Time to head cross country. You guys ready to head cross country? I hope you packed all the things I asked you to pack. A couple extra T-shirts. Toothbrush, you might want to get it out now. We might need to stop and camp somewhere. Is everybody okay, ready to camp somewhere? All right, hop in the car, listeners. Let's go. Say thanks, Kentucky. Thanks, Bluegrass State. You know, good luck, Western Kentucky and Coach Stansberry. Northern Kentucky, welcome to the fold. Glad that you're a factor. Louisville, I hope your things get figured out. Coach Patino, I hope you stop talking and, 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 and just let things lie and let it be straight. And Coach Cal, keep doing your thing in Kentucky. We love that you got that you get yourself your players so prepared. All right, let's head cross country. Going to dip through Illinois just a smidge, just the bottom. Then we'll head over to Missouri. Oh, you know, we didn't mention there's one NBA player that didn't quite follow the Wildcat way, as we were singing John Legend right there. You know, we're going to follow his path across country, and then we'll talk about him when we get to our next stop in our triangle summer road trip, guys. So this might be the path that this particular player took, but I'm not sure. He probably went through Missouri. Maybe he picked up Jonathan Williams on the way. Go through Kansas and maybe go through Colorado and Wyoming. Maybe stop over at Yellowstone, check how the wolves are doing now that they're reestablished in that ecosystem. You know, when the wolves got reestablished in the Yellowstone ecosystem, it kind of put everything into place as now that they had, there was a top predator. The beavers thrived, the moose thrived, uh, the birds thrived. It seemed like once the wolves were reintroduced, I mean, the farmers may have other, um, other views on this, but the ecosystem kind of found its uh, niche again uh, out in Yellowstone. We'll go out to Idaho, pass through Oregon, and we'll head up to Spokane, Washington. That's right. Our final stop on our triangular summer road trip. Screen the screener, vagabond hoop style is Gonzaga. And of course, the path that we just took across the across the country might be the path that Kyle Wilcher took. Now Kyle Wilcher, former Kentucky player, tran- decided to transfer to Gonzaga because he wanted more exposure, more playing time. He wanted an opportunity. The opportunity that Gonzaga provides to players is really unique. Number one, it's tucked in. It's out of the way. You're on the West Coast. There's definitely an East Coast bias. Uh, Mike and I always say during the season, like, you got to stay up for this particular Gonzaga game. And for real, at times you have to stay up for it. They might start at midnight. Kyle Wilcher knew that. He went there and he redshirted. He got his body fitter. He got more sound with his footwork. He got more skilled with his ball skills. Kyle Wilcher made a commitment to be an NBA player by going to Kentucky going to Kentucky first, and then leaving and going to Gonzaga. Kyle Wilcher followed, uh, 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 followed the plan that uh, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Olsenick did. Uh, he took a redshirt year at Gonzaga. He thought about transferring, but Olenek went ahead and said, I'm not going to transfer. I'm going to just stay here in this program and get better for a year, and then I'm going to come back and see what happens. And once Olenek took that redshirt year, that kind of opened the eyes to everybody else and said, like, oh, wait, 
if they can transfer and transform this player from a bit player to legitimately an all-American player, then that might be the destination for me. So I think Wilcher saw the exact same opportunity in front of him by going to Gonzaga. Man, Zag fans are thankful from there on out. And did you hear it? I mean, I'm sure you caught this. He actually said that Zag fans are one of the best fan bases in the United States. Better than Kentucky fans. I mean, Wilcher is like asking for Twitter trolls to come his way, uh, especially from Big Blue Nation. Um, no offense to either fan base. Both fan bases are amazing and, and unbelievably passionate. Uh, but Wilcher really found a love and a home up in Gonzaga. And a whole bunch of people followed his, his lead. Just look at this past year. Nigel Williams-Goss, transfer from Washington. Who was the number one pick in this year's draft? Yeah, a guard from Washington. So a guard from Washington transferred from Washington to Gonzaga. Nigel Williams-Goss got drafted in the second round after prognostications had him not getting drafted. He was an All-American second rounder, led this year's Gonzaga team to the championship game and almost pulled it off. Jonathan Williams. You know, we mentioned that maybe uh, Kyle Wilcher might have knocked on Jonathan Williams' door uh, over in Missouri. And Missouri, you know, as you know, is is, is a mess, thank goodness. Uh, they have Porter coming in, and then they have uh, their coaching situation kind of on the up and up now. Now they just need to clean up all of their off-court, uh, off uh, unathletic things, and hopefully the Big 12 can do that altogether because it seems like the Big 12 always is dealing with some sort of situation, whether it be in the football programs or the, or the basketball programs. But Jonathan Williams went out there. He tested the NBA waters and decided to come back. He's going to be a stud for Gonzaga this year, his senior year. He is a star in the making. Don't forget about uh, Jordan Matthews from Cal. Yeah, that's right. Cal player, uh, graduate transfer, goes to Gonzaga, hits a gigantic three in the West Virginia game to catapult Gonzaga onto their championship game run, another transfer. And don't forget Byron Wesley from uh, USC. He's a glue guy for uh, Pangos and Bell on that team uh, and played like the small forward position-ish, the wing position. Byron Wesley was another grad transfer that they've had success with. So Gonzaga is now like a location. It is a destination. It is our final stop on our Screen the Screener Summer Vagabond uh, uh, hoops road trip, if you will. And, oh, let's pump a little of Method Man and Mary J. Blige, right? And every time Gonzaga was brought up this year, what did they say? Oh, they didn't make a Final Four. Well, guess what? Oh... They need was one final four to get by. That's right. All they need was one final four. And now everybody's off their back. Gonzaga, Coach Few (laughs) has it going the right way. And Coach Few is like a little... Just to go back to our first stop in the Big Apple, his roster sounds a little bit like a Tour de France roster, doesn't it, guys? He goes ahead and takes transfers. He he goes overseas. He gets the unknown and forms them and, and morphs them into excellent college basketball players. 
And listen to his lineup this year. He's got Perkins, Melson, Tilly, Hachimura, Williams. And he's got a center from Denmark. He's got a guard from France. He has that Latour lineup. And they are going to get totally overlooked this year. And here are my two predictions for our two final stops. I think Kentucky, with the lineup that they have, I think Kentucky and this crew, with Hamadou Diallo, the do-everything guard, P.J. Washington, who's an old-school four, you know, Knox, who's like Ingram plus, you know, 25 pounds, Vanderbilt, oh boy, he is, he is a wing galore. And you know how Cal holds his point guards unbelievably accountable. So you got Green running the point as a freshman, and maybe he'll get some help from some veterans. But you know he's going he's gonna to form and, and mold and, and make sure that point guard is up to snuff. I'm telling you right now, that crew can make a Final Four. I think that there's talent right there to make a Final Four, and everybody's going to overlook them to make a Final Four. And this Gonzaga team... With, with Perkins, Melson, Tilly, Hachimura, Williams, and maybe they get another transfer in. You know, we heard that uh, uh, D. Hawkins from, uh, from Illinois State is still out there because he, he got out of his B.C. Uh, Boston College uh, commitment as a grad transfer, so maybe he'll start looking around again. Who knows? But that roster, that team right there, oh, man, I think Gonzaga's going to get totally undersold. And as far as Mike and I doing our preseason top 25 – I think those guys are going to be way higher than you think they are, especially in mine and maybe in Mike's too. And listeners, we're going to end our summer road trip. Hoops, vagabond across the country, triangle-shaped road trip. And I, I hope you guys enjoyed the trip. I hope you guys aren't a little too jet-lagged. Um, you know what I'm hoping that we did? I'm hoping somewhere along the line, maybe in Kansas, maybe Nebraska, uh, maybe Missouri, I hope we stopped at like an arcade along the way and we, we pulled up some old school NBA jam. Do you guys remember uh, old school NBA jam? I, I always used to play with the Bucks even back then. I played with Blue Edwards. Wasn't Blue Edwards like the totally underrated NBA player? So I hope you guys brought some quarters along for your trip too. Uh, and then we were able to throw some quarters in the NBA jam or Ms. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, you know, whatever your arcade game of choice is. We're going to end the summer road trip with some ahoys out there. And since we're out west, we just wanted to say ahoy out there at Oregon Beer Nerd. Cheers and go Seahawks. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for the follow. Keep listening in. Go Gonzaga. And we want to say ahoy out there at S. D. Witt. I'm sorry. At S underscore D. Witt 11. Head chef Big Shem is cooking it up in the summer league just like you are. Go Zags. And, folks, we're looking for a whole bunch of reviews on iTunes. So if you can find some time during your summer slowdown, uh, hit up the screen, the screener. Give us a positive uh, review. Any reviews that we get on iTunes, we'll definitely read out on our ahoys and our shout-outs. So please don't be afraid to do that. Mike and I are looking to build our, our review total. So get us a little closer to 100 if uh, you got some time this summer. And, again, if you want to get in touch with the show, hit us up at Twitter. At the S, at S the S podcast, efficiency of keystrokes as always, and uh, email the show at S the S at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for carving out some time this weekend. 
Happy belated 4th of July to everybody. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer stroll. Hope you guys are spending time with family and friends and catching up with some people that you haven't caught up with. And thank you for taking the summer road trip with the screen, the screener across the country. Hashtag Nick Sense. We can crumble it up and throw it in the garbage. Cheers, everybody. Salancha gratulatia. Side. It's up a seat on the